welcome to episode 71 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. The Texans get it done on Thursday Night Football. Another stellar performance for Deshaun Watson in primetime. And I'm going to tell you why he's one elite head coach away from taking over the NFL. Another blown call last night in the NFL. We're going to break that all down. And then Luka Doncic, he's taking over the NBA Balling out of control. He's an MVP candidate in year two, only 20 years old. We're going to break down his hot start. And then Carmelo Anthony, he's back in the league two games in. Miles Garrett, he loses his suspension appeal. All that much more here on episode 71 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. We got a jam-packed Friday show for you guys. Lots to get into, so let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? What it do, baby? Baby, baby. Let's get it on. And we're going to start with a Houston Texans win over the Indianapolis Colts last night on Thursday Night Football. Another big game for Deshaun Watson, but I'm going to tell you why Bill O'Brien and the Texans haven't even tapped into Deshaun Watson's potential, but he had another great night last night, 298 yards, two touchdowns to DeAndre Hopkins. By the way, DeAndre Hopkins, two touchdowns and two football souvenirs for his mom. Gotta love that. D-Hop is always doing that. And then Will Fuller, he had a nice catch last night. Four for four on balls past 20 yards last night for Deshaun Watson. And Will Fuller is the playmaker for Deshaun Watson. When Will Fuller is in the lineup for the Texans, he averages 69 more yards per game. So that's a great thing for the Texans. And the Texans now have sole possession of the AFC South. Here's Deshaun Watson after the game. It was huge. I mean, you know, they beat us the last three times. Uh, so we had to turn the page. But like you said, it's about the playoffs, about the future uh, of the season. Still a lot more season to go, but we definitely needed this one to take care of uh, the conference. And is there anything better than a three-day weekend? Here's Bill O'Brien after the game telling the Texans they've got a three-day weekend coming up. You guys, that's a hell of a win. Yes, yes, it is. And what that does is it sets you up, okay, to be in the hunt now as you enter into December, all right, this is a big, big stretch right now. Big stretch. We got to take care of our bodies. We got to study. We got to be ready to go at a moment's notice. We got to see each other on Monday. And with that second touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins, he joined Steve Young as the only players to record over 20 touchdown passes, five rushing touchdowns, and a passer rating above 100 through the first 11 games of a season in NFL history. Deshaun Watson now is 5-2 with 18 touchdowns and 1,776 yards in games in primetime. Deshaun Watson is good. Deshaun Watson is coming to America, Randy Watson good. Yes, Randy Watson. (laughs) 
That boy's good. And yes, Deshaun Watson's incredible. What he does on the field is spectacular. He's so accurate past 20 yards. But I'm telling you, the only thing they're missing is a head coach in Houston. The Houston Texans need to move on from Bill O'Brien. Yes, he has him at 7-4. and four. Yes, he'll probably get him to the playoffs. But to get them to being a legitimate Super Bowl contender, you have him for the next 10 to 15 years. Look, the AFC is going to be Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, they have their coaches in place. But Houston, they need to get an offensive guru. I think first choice would be Josh McDaniels. But you know, he's probably going to be the guy that'll take over in New England someday. I want to see them pick up Eric Bieniemy, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. I think he'd be perfect with Deshaun Watson. He'd get the most out of him. You got DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. This offense should be the most explosive offense in the NFL. And I think with a new head coach, you'd accomplish that. And then last night, how about the officiating? Look, the game was in the balance 20 to 17, and it looked like Deshaun Watson fumbled the football. With Houston, but let's take another look. It's punched out there. That ball's definitely out. Darius Leonard punched it out. So you mean to tell me that the Colts' season's on the line on national television, they clearly create a fumble, and they don't even review it. The refs are like, nothing to see here. Let's go on to the next play. Well, I tweeted out, hey, in what universe is this not a fumble? And I got a lot of great responses. I think my favorite one was from ViciousVirgo973, who says NFL equals never effing legit. And last night, it felt that way because, look, they should have at least reviewed it. There's no question about it. And then the NFL officiating tweeted, in Indianapolis versus Houston, officials on the field ruled a fumble recovered by the offense. There was no clear visual evidence of a recovery by the defense. Did they not have the camera angle? Look, they're in Houston. Maybe the Astros were borrowing that camera to steal signs. But either way, <laughs> another bad night for Got the Astros in the NFL. But the Houston Texans, not a Super Bowl contender, but they're definitely in the mix. Maybe they can make some noise with Deshaun Watson. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. And next, we're going to talk about Luka Doncic. Cool hand Luka. The Don. The real Slav Shady. I call My him Luka is- Brasi because he's a stone-cold assassin. And you're seeing what he's doing to this league. Last year, Rookie of the Year, established as a star. This year, he's a superstar. This year, he's entered the conversation as a top five player in the NBA, and he's only 20 years old. I am so impressed with Luka Doncic, and I hear everyone out there. He's the next LeBron James. He's LeBron James and James Harden. He's the next Larry Bird. No, he's not. He's the first Luka Doncic. You know what none of those guys did? None of those guys were a professional athlete at the age of 16 like Luka Doncic. None of those guys at age 20 
had 15 triple-doubles. Luka Doncic, 15 triple-doubles before the age of 21. 15. The second closest is Magic Johnson with 7, and then LeBron James with 5. On Wednesday, in that triple-double, 25 minutes and 30 seconds, the second closest was LeBron James in 2018-2019. He had a triple-double in 27 minutes and 46 seconds. So, 25 minutes, this guy's putting up 35, 11, and 10 in 25 minutes. I mean, in 25 minutes, I still play basketball sometimes. I don't even have my shoes laced up in 25 minutes, and he's putting up 35, 11, and 10 against that G League team they're calling the Warriors these days. By the way, I'm very proud that the Warriors even came back to play in the second half. I thought they would just hit the showers and just call it a game. But now the conversation is about LeBron versus Luka. If you're talking this year, LeBron's Lakers, they have a better record. LeBron has a better plus-minus. But Luka has better overall stats. But let's talk about year two. LeBron's second year in the NBA, he averaged 27.2 points per game, 7.4 rebounds, 7.2 assists in 42.3 minutes. Luka Doncic this year, he's averaging 29.9 points per game, 10.6 rebounds, and 9.4 dimes in 34.3 minutes. And per 100 possessions, LeBron, 33.9 points, 9.2 boards, 9 assists. Luka, 41.6 points, 14.8 boards, and 13.1 assists. Those numbers do not lie. Luka Doncic in his second year is ahead of LeBron James in his second year. There's no doubt about it. Now, will he be the player that LeBron was? I don't really know about that because what LeBron James has on Luka Doncic is raw athleticism. LeBron James could jump out of the gym. Behind dribble to the Will defend. Oh! LeBron James with no regard for human life. And then I hear Trace McGrady out there on the jump saying that he says Luka Doncic can't jump a lick. Luka is not athletic, guys. He can't jump a lick. And yeah, he can't get up like LeBron James, T Mac. But from D Mac to T Mac, Luka Doncic can get up. Here's Luka. Wow. Down to eight. Moves on trouble. Takes it it's got the lead. Doncic throws down a sledgehammer. Don't sleep on Luka. Oh, you don't have to worry about sleeping on Luka Doncic. He's arrived. He's a transcendent generational superstar. And the NBA, it gets stars every couple years. But only once in a while, once in a generation, you get a player like Luka Doncic. A player that's going to be an absolute phenomenon. Appointment television. That is what Luka Doncic is these days. He's appointment television. If he's on, you're tuning in, and it's really great for the league. With Zion Williamson out, Steph Curry out, Klay Thompson, KD, they needed another superstar, and Luka Doncic is that superstar. This guy is absolutely incredible with The Rock. What he does have over LeBron James, though, in my opinion, he has that assassin's mentality early on in his career. You see that competitive fire. This guy hates to lose. This guy is an assassin on the court. He's also a better shot maker. Look, he's got a pretty shot 
And look, when you got to guard that shot, when you have to get up on him, he has that quick first step. So Luka Doncic, I just can't wait. I am here for this next 10 to 15 years. And if you're the Dallas Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks just got done with 20 years of the best European player ever in Dirk Nowitzki. And now they get Luka Doncic, who at age 20 is light years ahead of Dirk Nowitzki. Luka Doncic could end up being the best player in European history. What is going on? with the Mavericks. Mark Cuban should change his name to Mark European because he dominates that region when it comes to scouting. And I know Giannis Antetokounmpo is from Greece, so he's probably going to end up taking that title one of these days, in my opinion. But hey, Luka Doncic, I hope he taught a valuable lesson to all these NBA front offices. All these front offices that look for the most athletic freak, the guy that can jump out of the gym, you don't have to look like that. It's about making shots. It's about having feel for the game. And I think that's Luka Doncic's best asset. He has that feel for the game, and that's tough to define. It's like charisma. You can't define it. You just know it when you see it. And I got some bad news for the league. He's just getting started. Hey, Luka, what are you learning right now about the NBA? Uh, a lot of things. Uh, there's just a lot going on. You know, a lot of things you have to learn, a lot of things uh, that I have to still learn. So just learning a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> Next, the Miles Garrett suspension has been upheld by the NFL. Miles Garrett will be out for the rest of the year, and he is going to be gone. Now, it looks like he may be back next year and it will not bleed into next season. Here's Adam Schefter talking about the NFL's decision to uphold the indefinite suspension on Miles Garrett. Determined to make sure that Miles Garrett would not play football again this season, period. That's how it was described to me last week, shortly after the incident came down and the suspensions were handed out that Miles Garrett would not play football again. I think people were looking for the clarity on the word indefinitely. But the NFL is not in any rush to give any clarity on the word indefinitely. They're just worried about Miles Garrett not playing again this season and then addressing that issue after this. And the real plot twist in all of this was that when Miles Garrett went to have his sentence appealed, he was claiming that Mason Rudolph had used a racial slur and that that's what sparked the whole incident and he was incensed by it and then that's when he decided to take off his helmet and use it as a weapon against him and Mason Rudolph, he strongly denies this and his teammates all believe him. Uh, dealing with that, uh, you know, he's going to be labeled for it. That's just not right. I don't appreciate it. How serious is that? It's very serious. You know, we all have a brotherhood in this league, and we all respect this league. Um, you know, it should never get taken out of context and think uh, you know, those words should be put in our game. Um, but to use that as, as your appeal and think that's okay, you know, one action doesn't deserve another. Um, uh, I know Mason didn't say it. You know, Mason came to me and told me he did not say it. Now, Miles Garrett, that is a very strong accusation. If that's real, that's a hate crime. If it's false, that's slander. And Mason Rudolph should countersue for defamation because, hey, I don't know if Miles Garrett took legal advice from Jussie Smollett, 
But it looks like it's you the same thing. You see the internet going wild with that. Oh my God. And I'm telling you, that's just a strong accusation. The NFL, if you've ever seen NFL films, those mics are very hot. You'd have to believe that something was picked up. You'd have to believe that Miles Garrett would mention this sooner. And to me, it was a Hail Mary. And I have even less respect for Miles Garrett. If that's not, either that's true or it's not true. Mason Rudolph categorically denies it. And if that's not true, then now what you're doing is you're putting that in people's minds that that was a possibility. Now I think you should apologize for lying about the fact that he said a racial slur. So it just got even worse for Miles Garrett. Now I think the NFL should say, hey, are you lying? Because, hey, we were going to hit you with a six-game suspension. We were going to hit you with an eight-game suspension. If you're lying to the NFL about someone using racial slurs against you, I think we need to talk 10, 12, 16 games because that is flat-out wrong. And I just hope that he didn't say that because if he did, then Mason Rudolph should be suspended for multiple games, and he really shouldn't be in this league if he's doing that. So it is just an absolute mess. But I think Mason Rudolph, I think you need to go to the top of a mountain and clear your name because you know that there's going to be people out there that might even believe this. So I think Mason Rudolph has a big case against Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett, man, you can't be going the Jussie Smollett route on this. I want the truth. It looks like we may never get the truth, but Miles Garrett, he's out for the year. Before we wrap here today, Carmelo Anthony, nice game yesterday, 18.7 rebounds, 60% from three. It looks like he can help the Blazers. I want to give you my Get More Sports fact of the day about Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, he's afraid of cats. He bought a pet camel. He listens to Willie Colon every day. He was cut from his freshman high school basketball team, and he also holds the record for most points ever scored at Madison Square Garden in 2014. 62 points for Melo. Good luck, Melo. Hope you have a good year this year. But that is going to do it for episode 71 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me at DMAC underscore LA. That's at DMAC underscore LA. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And then head to YouTube and watch all the clips from today's episode. Give me all your takes right down below in the comment section. But that is going to do it. Enjoy your weekend. I got Cowboys beating the Patriots. No Muhammad Sanu. That's my win of the weekend. Cowboys over the Patriots in New England. But thanks again. Have a great rest of your day. And I'm out.